Welcome to Voices of Impact, a show where dreams and passion meet action and change makers unite. Brought to you by KBL Impact Partners, your catalyst for social change. At KBL Impact Partners, our team has over 75 years of combined nonprofit and corporate expertise dedicated to inspire you and bring you voices leading the social movement. Whether you're a social entrepreneur, a veteran in the nonprofit or corporate sector, or someone with a heart full of dreams to make a difference, this show is your weekly dose of inspiration. We're here to share the stories of visionaries, explore the realms of strategic funding solutions, powerful partnerships, effective board development, and so much more. Imagine a place where each conversation sparks innovation, where every story shared opens the door to new possibilities. KBL Impact Partners is not just about advice, it's about forging enduring partnerships that empower your mission. So get ready for an hour of insightful conversations, transformative ideas, and inspiring stories to ignite your impact to elevate your mission to new heights. This is Voices of Impact, where your mission fuels our dedication to social impact. Together, let's be the voice of change. Take it away. Okay. Welcome to Voices of Impact, a show where dreams and passion meet action and change makers unite. We are your co-hosts. I'm Kathy Lambert, and I have today with me, Misty Coleman. Yes. Hello, everybody. We are so excited to offer the show to you today. You can find us locally in your city across the U.S. on My Genre Radio FM, Monday through Fridays at 2 p.m. Central Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and noon Pacific. Also, we are televised on Valuable Television Network at 4 p.m. Central Time, Urban Core Television at 3 p.m. Central Time, and soon to be on all major podcasting platforms. You can find all 100 plus stations on Auto, 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 O-T-T-U. Oh, Atu. Atu. Thank yes. you. Media yes. under radio and television tabs. You're so good. You give them. I'm well, learning. I, these, uh, I am learning. I'm like, <laughs> we're on at 12 p.m. Central and adjust accordingly to your time zone. <laughs> <laughs> But no, this is this is wonderful. So we've got Christy Jackson here with us today, yes. which is very exciting for us. Uh, so Christy Jackson is the founding executive director of the Center of Innovation and Entrepreneurship, CIE, at Harris Stowe State University's Anheuser-Busch School of Business. She leads innovative partnerships to enhance black and brown scholars, as well as community members. In the startup of in the startup year of the CIE, she launched new entrepreneurial programs, including two early stage accelerators and a facilitator training program. Christy is a sought out consultant, coach, author, and professional speaker with more than 20 years of experience empowering a variety of clients to dream and launch. She is a number one best-selling author of books that inspire readers to dream bigger. As the creator of the trademark biz, Inspiration. Thank you. I was like, what is, is that right? Um, brand and founder of She Can Connect Women's Professional Faith and Business Network, Christy is recognized by the U.S. Small Business Administration as a national and emerging leader. 
St. Louis Small Business Magazine's 100 St. Louisans to know and current conference chair of the Greater Missouri Leadership Foundation alumni. Hire you now. Christy has been seen and heard on local and national media platforms, including TEDx St. Louis Women, St. Public Radio, Fox 2 News, and Small Business Minority. Christy's inspiration is her faith, and this quote by Nelson Mandela If only seems impossible until it is done. She loves to travel and enjoy great food with family and friends. Her husband, James, two daughters, Kelsey and Jada, and four-legged son, BJ, keep her laughing and grounded. Welcome, Christy. You know, that is a powerhouse bio. I'm like, so oh, powerhouse. I know, no, this, this is amazing. I can't wait to hear all about what you are doing. I mean, that's amazing. That's you. You know what? It's actually incredible. And Christy, if I would look up the word impactful in the dictionary, your name would be there in bold, big <laughs> letters. Let me tell you, you are absolutely amazing. You are amazing. And with all of that, and there's there's even more, Melissa. With I'm her. sure. There I'm is sure. more. I think for all of us that do so many things, yeah. we always <laughs> have so many other things. I know. You're right. Well, so, Christy, will you share with us a little bit about yourself, your journey, how you got to where you are? We want to hear it all. Yes, I'm, I'm happy to share. You know, when I hear my bio, I always have that Urkel moment. Like, did I? But what I actually hear is that I am a dreamer and a disruptor. I mean, that is the basis of who I am. You know, uh, my mom is the dreamer, Mm -hmm. right? She, Mm -hmm. I'm a product of a dreamer and disruptor. Uh, My mom was a, is a uh, professional singer, um, artist, creative, and she always taught me, you know, with your faith, anything is possible, Mm -hmm. but you have to do the work. My dad is the disruptor. He was the first <laughs> professional uh, manager for Crocker & Gamble, the first black manager for Crocker & Gamble. That's amazing. And uh, it is amazing. But unfortunately, at the time, you know, I was born in the 70s. And, uh, you know, I'm and sorry. She's a baby. I, she's right. She was like, the 70s. Yeah. we won't go any further. Well, you know. Um, when I refer to an auntie, you know, at this stage, it kind of puts me in a space. But, um, better than the space I met. (laughs) But, uh, he was, you know, challenged on how professional managers need to look. Yeah. He had this amazing afro that he wore to work and he had his beard on his face. And, you know, he was told, you have to choose because our managers don't look like this. Mm -hmm. And so he did choose. Which means he walked away. He kept that beard. He kept that, you know, and he wow. became the first of many, in many other spaces, first manager um, in, in a lot of sales um, companies. And so what I learned from him is that, you know, you have to be willing to, you know, take that chance, take that risk. Mm-hmm. But like, there are consequences that come along with it. And so any risk that I take, I'm willing to take the consequences that go along with it. So between, you know, being that dreamer and disruptor, life has been very exciting for me. Very, yes. Yeah. So I think of you as a unicorn, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Literally. I, I mean, unicorn. you know, thinking about that because you, you are magical in everything that you do and the vision and what you created and how you 
you've made this journey and I'm surprised every day. So what I, can I just share with her about, yeah. I'm jumping. Okay. And you so can jump. Yesterday <laughs> or I don't know the day, but over the weekend, I, no, no, no. Okay. Not yet, I can't. Not yet, not yet. It's coming not yet. soon. Coming soon. Someday. Okay. Okay. So share with us in your family what you mentioned about your dad being an entrepreneur and disruptor and with your mom. So what about many times and you're an entrepreneur yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. So many times entrepreneurs that usually as a child, they had even their own business. Like as a child, did you have any type of a business or what? You know, what really, like, as a child, yeah. what did you learn? <laughs> well, I will say my mom actually is the entrepreneur. My mom had a private music studio, and she taught a private voice and piano for 20 years. So she was the first uh, female entrepreneur that I met. I was not an entrepreneur at an early age, but I was a leader. I was an innovator. I had the energy, you know, my... My mom tells the story that when I was born, you know, in the nursery, all the other babies are sleeping so sweetly, and I'm the only one looking around to see what's happening, and they call me the little lady. Oh, no. And this is from birth, right? And so Pete and I are so Yes. You know, people have always listened to what I had to say. They were inspired by the things that I said. And I've always been uh, passionate about learning and sharing the information that I learned with other people. And helping to empower them to see that they can do the same thing. And so that accidentally became a business for me because uh, my husband and I started a ministry over time and we would do a lot of sharing of information. I'm also a Libra. I'm very creative. I love to have fun, to have events, gathering people together. And so, um, you know, I would help with like planning events for people. And so, you know, people would begin to say, you know, one of my clients was like, you know, so how much do I owe you for this? And I'm like, owe me for this? Yeah, this is for free because I love it. But then over time, we realized this is a value that we can offer to you. Right. And uh, so we began to open our creative consulting company. And um, as we did that, we needed a space, right? And so um, we opened the DK Annex, which was our creative consulting space, but then also a visionary there was additional space available in proximity to our office. And so we built that out to become the DK Annex, which was an event venue space mm-hmm. where we could host trainings or we hosted events. Um, we partnered with a lot of organizations yeah. in the city. And so developing as entrepreneurs and trying to figure out, like, where do we fit in this ecosystem? Yeah. Like, where are the resources? We met a lot of roadblocks. For one, we didn't feel welcome in the space. Like we didn't see a lot of black and brown business owners that looked like us uh, or that were not focused on particular tech businesses. Ours was more of a service-based business. And so what we learned, we shared with our friends that were business owners. And so we began to be that safe space for entrepreneurs to gather at the DK Annex. And so we were able to launch many businesses that you are very familiar with today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, Tisha Mabry is one of them. Yeah. You know, she launched her first um, Just incredible. out of our space. You know, we've mm-hmm. got other friends across the city that, um, you know, have built with us. And so it's just been a journey to where we are now to be, uh, you know, I became an author. I started writing about the things yeah. that I learned about um, in business. Uh, the Dream Sync launch was my very first entrepreneurship book that incorporates creative thinking, empowerment, my story and tactics that I learned about business. Uh, you know, in business, there is this phase that you go through, the dreaming phase, right? Pie in the sky, you think mm-hmm. you can do it all. 
But then there's that think that happens, right? Mm -hmm. Because you are going to run into those roadblocks, but you can't let it stop you. And so you take those failures, you take those uh, wonderings, those insecurities, and you use those to propel you to actually launch with more knowledge, with more courage, uh, with more passion. And so this is where we are as the executive director of the Center of Innovation and Entrepreneurship at Harris Self, mm-hmm. because they were actually one of my clients. So that's how you that's ended up getting, that's one of the there. questions I was going to ask us. Yes. How did you get yes. to the Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship at Harris Yes, VK yes. Solutions is my consulting firm. And so uh, we met with Dr. Stacey G. Holland that had the vision for uh, the MECA program, the Minority Entrepreneurship Collaborative Center for Advancement. And, um, you know, she had this strong vision to create this community and hub of entrepreneurial uh, activity that was a safe space for black and brown entrepreneurs to launch. And so we began to put legs on, you know, calling on the strategy piece and calling on our uh, network of, of leaders and business owners and, and partners. And um, she had done this great job of raising the funding to uh, be able to um, open this space. And so, uh, you know, we, we built off, uh, started pretty lean with some virtual programming uh, and kind of building the brand around that. And then the time came for the physical space to open for the center. And so, uh, you know, we, we assisted with trying to find, you know, just the right leader that is yeah. that unicorn. Right. And uh, man, I tell you, it, it was a challenge and a journey. And so I said, well, I will fill that space until we actually find, you know, that perfect unicorn that's ready to fill that seat. And uh, I've been here ever since. <laughs> so would you say you're the you're next seat? Person, she's the perfect unicorn. She is. But I'm so passionate about it, you know, and uh, it's just been a beautiful, a beautiful ride to be able to build something from the ground up and see it through the opening of the doors and bring on an amazing team. We have uh, Gail Sharp, that is our innovation coordinator, and Brandy Brooks, She's amazing. Who is she our is uh, mega coordinator. And of course, Dr. Stacey G. Holland, who is the, the grand dom of the visionary of uh, the Center of Innovation and the Adina and Heidegger Institute. So I have a question for you. So yeah. with, with all of this happening, and and it's happened <clears throat> in what time frame that mm-hmm. from the moments when you were they were actually one of your clients mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then to make that transition to where you are today so how long ago was that you know for me it feels like it's been about four years but actually mecca started in, in uh, 2019 okay. and that was when we had uh we started building legs on it we started programming in 2020 um so i have been in this role uh since 2023 so it's really been one year, uh, my anniversary of January 3rd in this role. So it's really been a year that I've served uh, as mm-hmm. executive director. But you would not believe the impact that we've been able to make in this short time. Uh, to date, we've graduated 170 plus business owners from our accelerator. That's incredible. It's, it's, it's that's incredible. Amazing. I mean, just in this uh, team, it is yeah. incredible. And not only have we graduated them, but they are empowered community members who are growing and scaling their businesses. They're staying connected to the university. Um, They're participating in our uh, courses, entrepreneurship certificate programs. 
So we're seeing them thrive as community members and business owners. So would you share also, I think if I recall, correct, if I recall, one of your first classes was for an accelerator was working with individuals that are justice involved. Yes, yes. That was a partnership with Castle. And, uh, and Castle you know, is, we learned, I, I will have to, we're so accustomed to calling the acronym. Right. So, we, so we'll, <laughs> we'll find the links and we'll share. But, uh, Mr. James Ingram was our partner, uh, through Castle to really help us, uh, learn about what this program needs to look like. What are the true needs of justice involved, um, individuals that are mm-hmm. coming out? Um, and rebuilding their lives and wanting to start. And we learned so much from him. Uh, we didn't just say we're going to put this, you know, put this program out here and force fit it around, you know, this justice involved community. We really listened. We learned from what, uh, from his success because he has a program that he's running, uh, for those that I believe they come right out of, um, prison. And our program, what we learned from him is that they need a little time to live. They need a little time to rebuild their lives. Mm-hmm. And so starting, you know, day two, it, it just doesn't make sense. The timing is not mm-hmm. right. And so um, we are an extension of that program. And um, it has been a beautiful, we call them the Magnificent Seven. And, um, you know, Stanley Prince is one of our standouts. from. And I had the opportunity to meet him. Yes, him. We met him. He has a lawn care business, but it's bigger than that. He's going on to yes. start a podcast because, he, you know, he, he tells the story that he really he learned how to read in prison. And he came out and wanted to pass that on and be a mentor for young men in his community. And so he's been sharing his story and everybody that meets him is, it's it's magic. They're they're um it is like a magic. magnet. You know, they want to continue to help him and hear more. We featured his story along with our growth or we with the various credit opportunities. Uh so as I said, he had a podcast Prince on the Rise, but uh, it's Love and Company. And so but there are just so many stories like that of our business owners that are taking the nuggets that they're learning with us. But they're really empowered to to grow and scale beyond what they imagined when they first walked through the door with that seed of a business. That's just incredible. I mean, it's beyond yeah. incredible. Like my brain can't even process all of this. You I know? mean, imagine being there every day. I mean, our jobs are just dropped. I mean, just the just yesterday, right? The, the, this week, we had students come in from Webster Road School District that are uh, participating in their entrepreneurship program. Mm-hmm. But they want to, are considering college. And so we welcomed them. We kind of gave them a tour. But we have business owners that just pop in all day. And so we were able to connect um, some of our scholars. We have a partnership with Thrivent for our student ambassadors. Mm-hmm. So that business owner was able to share her experience with those ambassadors. And it was just, it was an organic moment. Mm-hmm. And we have those almost every day. And that's what I love that would you say, is that something that, that makes you different from some of the other accelerators or other programs that are out there? I, I will say that that is really our differentiator. It is the safe space that we have created. Mm-hmm. And people say that all the time. But what we mean by safe is that you are always welcome. Mm-hmm. We meet you where you are. We are building programs for you, what we learn from you, what's needed. We are able to respond in real time 
with what's needed. And that is not just us. It is the community that we have in here in Stowe, mm-hmm. where we work collaboratively with our faculty, with our staff, with our funders, with our community supporters, um, with our advisors. Everyone wants to see this, this mm-hmm. entrepreneurship community thrive. And so we have the freedom and the flexibility to build in that way. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, we honor, uh, we have funding where we have to honor the metrics and things like that. But I'm telling you, we're able to do that, but still personalize it for our participants. And there are a lot of programs that are built for those that are in later stages of business. We are, we welcome the early stages because we understand what it means to build on a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. And so if you need a little assistance with business writing, we can help you with that, right? If you need a little confidence to say that pitch and craft that pitch, we can help you with that. Come as you are. And we, we're able to see the growth as they are scaling into more confident leaders and business owners that are giving back in their own circle. Mm-hmm. It's beyond amazing. I, I mean, just listening to you with the business you and your husband created and then to merge it with Haristo because, you know, Anthony has worked with Haristo and I was head off and on for years. And just to know, like, even when I was in high school, where they have come from that time. I mean, they are really a powerhouse school in this city. And now what the, you're doing yes. with it, too. I, I mean, it couldn't be any more synergistic and beautiful. Yeah, I, I'm just like, I am so mind blown sitting here listening to you right now and Kathy's doing such a great job at asking you questions because I'm like oh my god like this is brilliant and when you you talk about it from what Kathy and Brad are building here with this show just I mean the impact that you are having in this community here locally like beyond what I think some people's wildest dreams right it, it is. You know what I think too, Christy, is that I was familiar with Harrisstow, but didn't wasn't really familiar. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like really didn't know. And I kind of think that's how the community. I don't think the community as a whole really knew uh, more about Harrisstow. And what I've seen you all do with the CIE, that you have been been inclusive with the community mm-hmm. and saying and really reaching out and bringing people in and the community to be a part of this. And is this something that, so I'm thinking of our listeners, I'm thinking of our audience of that, you know, would, and you mentioned about inviting people to come in and I'm thinking about other HBCUs across the country yeah. and what, what a star program that you all are having that to be able to share the social impact of what you're doing. Because when you look at the impact you're having, it's so many different layers of what you're doing because you're impacting economically, socially, all across the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I just kind of want to share some of the statistics that we live and breathe every day. So um, according to the report by McKinsey and Company, only 4% of Black-owned businesses in the U.S. survive past the startup stage. And we truly believe that that is because they don't have a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we 
so adamantly and intentionally lean into supporting at the startup stage. But this is a St. Louis statistic. According to St. Louis government, 2% of black residents are business owners. Only 2% in our city. 2%? Only 2%. Yeah, only 2%. And we know that funding, that capital is an issue. Right. And nationally, only 1% of all venture capital uh, is invested in startup companies and small business, especially black uh, founders, first black founders. Mm -hmm. It's only 1%. So there's a disparity. There is a disparity. Mm -hmm. But we're not letting that stop us. We're not letting that stop us because we understand the value that um, investing where you are and being there for the journey makes a huge difference. And so we're able to, our story are the best capital that we can share. Absolutely. The transformation Mm -hmm. is what encourages people to get involved. You know, Brad and Kathy are leading our funding for founders uh, cohort Mm -hmm. for those nonprofits Mm -hmm. that are starting up, right? People want to overlook the early stages and the beginning and celebrate those that have been in forever. And there is a space for that because it is a chance to get to that. And I don't want to minimize that by any means, but I think that there has to be more support for those at the beginning when you're trying to figure it out. We provide that support for ideation, how to think around the design thinking model where you're bringing in energy, Mm -hmm. where you're learning how to communicate your ideas. And oftentimes people don't have that skill set. So how can you go out and ask for funding when you don't even have the confidence or the clarity around your business idea? You don't even know where the resources are right. to get the capital. So we've seen a tremendous impact in, in leaning in that space. It's, go ahead. I, well, no. I, I mean, this has been so profound. I, I missed my first cue to remind people who we are okay. and they were listening to us. But we are actually, believe it or not, coming up on break. So we're going to take a quick break. But I definitely want to get back to what you were saying because I have a question in my mind that I'm going to do my best not to forget. But uh, please let everybody know how they can find you online and volunteer, participate, whatever resources they want to bring to the table. They can Get a hold of you, Miss Christine. Absolutely. So, of course, you can go to the Harris Stone State University website. And if you click on Anheuser-Busch School of Business, you will see all of the links available with the dates of upcoming events. Um, we have a, a startup tree profile where business owners can go and add their business information for free. We want to build that virtual community. And you can see all of that. And I'm hoping you'll add the link in some of the notes as well. Um, you can see all of that information at our Harris Stowe State University website under the Anheuser-Busch School uh, of Business. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, we're going to turn it over to our sponsors who keep the lights on around here. Which and is a good thing. Exactly. <laughs> and we will be back with you in just a few minutes and more with Christy and all the beautiful things she's doing. Thank you. Are you a nonprofit leader awake at night worrying about your organization's future? You're not alone. Did you know a staggering 30% of nonprofits don't survive past 10 years? Often it's a simple reality. No money, no mission. There is hope. At KBL Impact Partners, we understand the value of every dollar and every donor. Did you know 58% of donors are willing to give more 
if they know the impact of their donation. That's why we've created Frame Up for Funding, our exclusive 12-week program designed to empower nonprofit leaders like you. Learn how you can effectively communicate with donors and funders, demonstrating the lasting impact of their investments. Ready for a game-changing 2024? Visit KBLImpactPartners.com today and schedule your complimentary consultation. Together, let's make your mission possible. To part two of our show, we're so excited I'm to so have excited. Christy Jackson. I feel like I'm sitting here with my mouth just wide open going, I know. <laughs> it was so exciting. I, I can't wait to hear the rest of uh, what you're going to share with us this time as well. And our show is called Voices of Impact. If you're just now joining us, we are with Christy Jackson, the Executive Director of the Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship at Aristo State University. You can find us locally yes. um, in your city across the U.S. on My Genre Radio FM, Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. Central Time, and wherever else you are in the country, um, Eastern and Pacific. We're also televised on Valuable Television Network and at 4 p.m. Central Time, Urban Core Television at 3 p.m. Central Time, and soon to be on all major podcasting platforms. Which is really exciting. So exciting. So exciting. And you can also find all 100 plus stations on A2 Media under radio and television tabs. So let's get back to our conversation. Yes. I can't wait yes. with Christy. Yes. Welcome back, Chrissy. So I just wanted to kind of piggyback off of what Kathy was saying about, you know, bringing in the HBCU colleges. But for me, as a white person, and having a very mixed, diverse group of people in my world, I feel like that that breakdown of sorts and disparages is really not including those that really have the ability and funding. So it is a world down the road, really looking at incorporating and bringing in some of those other universities so they can learn as well from you and, and what really transpires. Cause I think it's that breakdown of knowledge and people not knowing. Yeah. And, and you know, it was really disheartening for me when you were reading those statistics, especially here in St. Louis, because when you think of just the population as a whole, black and brown people, depending on what group, you know, are roughly 20% of the whole entire population. So when you say 1% here in St. Louis, that's not even close to the accumulative, especially given in St. Louis, we have such a large black and brown community and that there are so many loopholes and people that it's so unnecessary, you know, and it's don't have the opportunity. Exactly. And I think that's what you're providing is that opportunity. It is. It is. And, you know, there, there are a couple of things. I will always say I am so proud to be a black woman because as as a woman of color, I have a, a grit about myself. I have a courage. I have a passion about uh, serving, getting what I need, but also serving others. Mm-hmm. And what I will say is that what I know about black and brown business mm-hmm. owners is that we will get done what we need to get done. Now, these statistics are, are vain, I am sure. 
from our uh, Secretary of State data. Those mm-hmm. that have registered businesses, but there are a lot of businesses out there that are not registered. Mm-hmm. There are thousands of businesses that are out there that are not registered. So they're not documented right. to be able to contribute to this data. And so what we want to do is to be that safe mm-hmm. where we can say, okay, you have your business, but come in and let's legitimize it. Mm-hmm. Let's right. make it count. Because when you make it count, that's where the funding can come in. You align mm-hmm. with that. Because we have the numbers, we have the data to produce the need, so now we can get the resources and the funding that we need to support that. So um, I, what I love about our collaboration with HBCUs, but also with universities that are not, mm-hmm. we have to partner. We serve, mm-hmm. we are a part of an ecosystem, meaning everyone yes. plays their part in serving a particular demographic, a particular stage of business growth. And so we all have to come together to make an effective impact. So we never want to say that we are on an island. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are focused on serving. We are intentional about serving the Black and Brown community. And I think that's key is intentional. intentional. Mm -hmm. But we are not exclusive. Anyone can participate in our, and they do. Mm-hmm. All of our uh, business owners are not black and brown. Right. But what we will say is that we are making sure that there is representation of black and brown facilitators, leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, we are modeling our programs to meet the needs that we discover that are specific to black and brown business owners. Right. So um, it is inclusive. It is an inclusive space. We couldn't have the level of success that we do without support from uh, the entire ecosystem. So one of the things that I just wanted to share is that I participated with you, like you said, with funding for founders and then a women's leadership program, which I know you'll talk about in a second. And what I love, Melissa, is what what Christy does and what I feel like is, is the, the, with the CIE, to me, that's, that's your ingraining is that you really are meeting them where they are and you may start, and we did this with, with the Funding for Founders program, we started at one place thinking this is going to be where, where you go. Traditionally, you follow that plan. However, with you and your team, we're so flexible, and, and it was such a wonderful, phenomenal experience to be able to innovate as we were moving forward. And it would be whatever was coming out of this. So if you're a person that doesn't like, you know, you have to have all your I's dotted, T's crossed and <laughs> don't want to go outside of the line, that's not the place, right? And and it's so amazing that you can provide that space and be able to have that innovation go to meet them where they are so they really get what they need. And I think that's a huge lesson for everyone. Yeah. We are not afraid to pivot. We are responsive. Um, we are fluid. We are learning. We're growing. And, you know, we are intentional about who we bring on our team. We're mm-hmm. all unicorns. We can be pliable. And we're innovators at the heart. Right. Right? We're creators at the heart. Mm-hmm. We're entrepreneurs. Everyone on our team has entrepreneurial experience. So we are walking the walk. We are not uh, coming from an experience that we cannot relate to the need. And those that we bring in to support our community are the same. So everyone has to be flexible and be willing to pivot as we discover 
um, gutter that need. Mm-hmm. But we we are so good at looking at gas because we're not afraid to try it. If it works, amazing. And if it doesn't, well, we won't do it again. But we don't have that culture of not being afraid to fail. So that's what has what allowed us to identify gaps and then create a solution. And so that's where um, Ignite Her came from, our Women's Leadership mm-hmm. League. But it's specifically for women that are working in the innovation space and the technology because there are all kinds of leadership programs for corporate leaders, right? But women that are building nonprofits, that are working, as I said, mm-hmm. in the tech space and innovation, the space that we've identified for black and brown women that are leading in that space. And we know that to be sure because there's not really that space in St. Louis for black and brown um, business owners at that, that tech community. So we're trying to start with a leadership to create that space for them <clears throat> to grow, to connect. And then we can find that space for those uh, business owners, those entrepreneurs, those that are working in the tech space for them to convene. Um, so we just love, we, our funding for founders is one of our unique programs, as we said, for nonprofits that are starting up. Mm-hmm. They learn how to ask for funding. They learn how to build a board. They receive a grant, right? And who does that for nonprofits? It's all about the for-profit. It's all about right. the coin. It's all about the return, right? But we understand the social impact there. And many of those are We'll have extensions of for-profit businesses from there. Right. We also have our global ventures program where we take business owners that are at early stages to learn about trade. And we also take them and expose them to a different culture to grow a global network so that they can do business there. So we've been to Paris. We've taken business owners to Paris. I want to go. We I know. Last year, we took business owners there. And the beauty is when we're in these different countries and spaces, we're meeting with black business owners there. Mm-hmm. So you are making authentic connections. We're not just touring. We're not just exposing to the culture. We do that, too. But it's about growing that global network to see. A business owner in London, in Paris, in St. Louis has the same growth pains that I do. So why don't we connect so that we can get there further, faster? And so that's right. Amen to that. Yeah. So yeah. how did that even come about, Christy? You're talking about different partnerships. So did you have a special partnership? Like how did this even come about? It starts with an inception of the idea. I know the value of travel. I'm passionate about it. And so this was an idea that I pitched to our team. And over time, it evolved. This is such an organic program because it's based on the network that we have. We partnered for the first time with uh, one of our facilitators, Devin Moody Graham. She was taking a group of women uh, over to Paris. And we said, why don't we partner with you on this? So we took our scholars with us and some female entrepreneurs. Uh, the second time, we were able to partner with um, another young lady that has a uh, connection. She's now working on our team. Um, but she had connections in London. And so we dug into her network where she was able to uh, connect us with business owners that have been mentors of hers. And so um, we were so excited about our partnership with the World Trade Center, because as we grow and develop and build partnerships, we kind of pitch these nuggets to our collaborators and partners and say, hey, can you help us get a little step further in this endeavor? And I tell you, World, World Trade Center, they were amazing. Oh, of course we do. 
And so they connected us with several partners um, that have programming to kind of. So we had uh, business sessions prior where they learned about, you know, trade and what needed, what forms were needed to kind of set this up and what the expectations are, what to expect in that culture. Right. What does the market look like in that culture? Mm -hmm. And the beauty is we connected them with um, like industry. So it's curated based on their industry. So if I'm a beauty business, I can say I now know a founder in London that has the same, a beauty business founder in London that has the same. Mm-hmm. So um, that's one of our gems uh, that is unique that no other program is offering, right? And let me say that most of these programs are free. Wow. We, we can you believe that? <laughs> just, free. Again, I'm just like, so there's no barrier to entry for our, you know, programming, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there are some fee-based programs, but we do offer scholarships and we uh, are very intentional about sponsorships. So if there's anyone listening that wants to support and uh, partner or sponsor any of our programs, we would love to, you know, have that, that conversation. That's amazing. And I, I, I just want to remind everybody, if they're just now joining us, you are listening to Voices of Impact on my genre. FM. We air, I forgot the time. We air at 2, I, I now let me see where to be. We air at 2 p.m. Central Time. There Thank you. you. <laughs> awesome. So we're going to get back to Miss Christy Jackson here and take another poll. So I think when, when you were just sharing about, you know, the global experience that you're giving for your classes and for the individuals and talking about partnerships and the power of partnerships and how to make all of that happen. What are some of those challenges that you've had? Good question. Well, I will say that, you know, when you're the new kid on the block, everybody wants to partner. So I don't think we have a partner, a problem with the first step of partnership, which is awareness, right? And beginning the conversation. But we have criteria for partnership. And it is engagement. It's not just, you know, drop the money and run. We have partners that are investing financially, that are sponsoring, but they also are sending facilitators. They're also stopping by. They're also checking in on our business owners. They're also um, partnering with on um, programming that we may not offer. They may have gaps that that we can fill, right? Mm -hmm. So we are... um, actually partnering. We're co-designing programs. We um, are working together. And so everyone doesn't have that same vision for partnership. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, if very that's unique. what your vision is, then that's absolutely fine. But we know that we have to do it differently with right. our community because we have a lot of traction. We have a lot of uh, uh, runway to make up, right, with the gaps, with the disparities. And so we want hands-on partners. And so our partners come and volunteer with us. Um, they come and attend our events. They celebrate at the graduation mm-hmm. uh, with our, you know, accelerator graduates. So it, it, it's a real partnership relationship that we have with our partners. Well, it sounds like to me that if it's another business, a company that would partner with you, it's, it really helps them as well with their corporate social responsibility. Absolutely. And so coming together for that collective social impact 
is huge and making a commitment. So you're offering them an opportunity to have have their employees yes. to be able to use their skill-based knowledge and experience to partner with you. I think this is brilliant, Christy. Oh, my gosh. And I do, the, the breadth of mentors that we yes. access yeah. through our partnerships. And we're always looking for more, right? Because we have niche businesses mm-hmm. um, that, um, you know, are looking for particular uh, industries and things. But um, I tell you, it, it is just amazing from banking partners to nonprofit partners to small businesses that are now at the stage where they can reinvest into the community. Mm-hmm. Those are the partnerships I love that I'm really excited about. So can you give us an example of one of, so within this past year yeah. and through one of your startups, can you share with us the story um, of a business that started and where they are today? Yes, absolutely. Well, there, there, are, several, there are a couple that, that come to mind. But, uh, you know, I think about uh, Victoria's Kitchen which is a catering company. Uh, Nicole Gordon is the CEO. And uh, she started as a reluctant entrepreneur. You know, she will even say, you know, I thought I was doing business, but until I came through the Mecca Accelerators, I, I was not doing business. But not only um, is she has she graduated from our accelerator, but she has enrolled in our credit, our 18 credit hour program. So she is getting a college certificate in entrepreneurship now. Mm-hmm. And she's even talking about potentially getting a degree in business. But she's also one of our preferred caterers, right? So mm-hmm. we're able to hire her, um, you know, to provide catering for some of the events uh, that we do. But I also want to tell the story of Tech Boy, right? Because he and his mom uh, participated in our business. So a mother and son. A mother and son, but it didn't start that way. Uh, his mom was in our scale-up accelerator, and he would kind of sit in the hall, you know, and kind of wait for her. And I would walk by and say, hey, you know, let's, let's kind of chat. Kind of started chatting about what he did. And I learned that he was an entrepreneur. And so we began inviting him in to join the classes with his mom. And so ultimately, he participated and he graduated oh, wow. with everybody else. So he has his own NECA certificate. Oh, my gosh. So when I say we meet people where they are, that is what we do. That is what we do. I love hearing these stories. So if someone is out there and is thinking about starting the business or, you know, would like to know more information, mm-hmm. would you share with them, please, again, how they can get a hold of you? Absolutely. So if you go to the Harris Stowe State University website, you will see the option to click on the Anheuser-Busch School of Business. And uh, you will see all of the events that we're holding uh, and you can click on um, the Startup Tree link. And let me give you that web address. It's hssu.edu forward slash ABSD. And there you will see all of the offerings that we have. And, um, you know, if you're one of those folks that's not, you know, I don't, doesn't have technology, call the school, call the university, ask for the Anheuser-Busch School of Business, and they will connect you uh, directly to us. Or, like many people do, you wander inside the school, the university, and they say, I hear there's a business program here somewhere. And they'll say, go on up to the third floor and find that CIET, and we will meet you there. I'm telling you, it happens every day. So there's no excuse. We we are here. We're also on social media. 
Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. You can find our Center of Innovation and Entrepreneurship on links there as well. Love that. That is amazing. I, I'm curious now with Periscope, what, what is their enrollment now just with all the different things that they're doing there? Because like, yeah, for me, I always associated teaching yeah, with your stove. So is that still a core process or core piece of their it is program? one of the many programs okay. that we have we have a business school we have our business school we have our stem program right okay. so there are more programs that are available than what's historically known as the teachers college mm-hmm. right that's what right. we're typically known as but Harrisville is innovating right before our eyes there are so many new programs that are uh, you know, available now to, to the community. So mm-hmm. I encourage you, if you haven't had a chance to stop by the university or, you know, check us out online to see what's available, I encourage you to do that yeah. because we have lots of programs now that are available that were not historically. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think what's so great too is that you're providing a pipeline. Yeah. Right? That for youth as well as for the adults, Mm-hmm. to be able to further their education. Yeah. And what I'm hearing you say, it's not that they just go through that accelerator program, is that, and a lot of times at Connections to Success, I would say, you know what, you're, we're doing life together. Yeah. That's what I hear from you, is that you're really with them on that journey. You're doing life with them. You're helping them get connected within other programs within the university. And also within the community and with each other. And one of the things that I experienced with the the Funding for Founders program, and you shared this with me before, that this happens in the other accelerators, is that they network, Melissa, with each other. Mm -hmm. So part of that program is that it's not a competition. It's really a collaboration and ends up being partnerships where they really end up supporting each other, which I think is really beautiful. Oh, my gosh. You know, just more stories. Fresh Harvest 365 is one of yeah. our businesses that has come through the accelerator. And uh, we also have a, a caterer that has um, is now using the produce that is created from Fresh Harvest 365 in their catering. Mm-hmm. So they are now a supplier to the catering company. Uh, so they're partnering I'm telling you, it is just, it is amazing. Uh, we have another business owner, young business, Ariel Big, and uh, she has created a, a platform and community for you to learn how to become entrepreneurs. Well, we hold a market every summer uh, with her organization that brings in, I think last year we had like 200 youth mm-hmm. business owners, filled the gym, amazing market space. And so now she started as an accelerator participant. She's grown. She scaled her business. Now she has um, sponsors like Square and she has um, chapters all over the, the country. And so she's now a partner with us uh, because we have we host that market, you know, every summer. So I tell you, so many full circle stories, so many full circle stories. So there's so much that you're doing. And I know have, you know, plans to do more and opening up a new space. Yeah, absolutely. Just imagine. And we're doing all of this out of the third floor uh, <laughs> office of the business school, right? We have an innovation lab um, up there. But we oh, actually this is at Harrisville. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And this is your business. 
outside of Harrisville. So I have, I, I will always be an entrepreneur at heart. Yeah, I started with them as my client, but okay. I have now come on full time okay. to be the uh, executive director. So I am no longer uh, consulting, um, you know, okay. my okay. company. Um, I am now focused on serving a hair stone. But we have a, a center of innovation that is actually opening this uh, spring, this right. fall, I'm sorry. And so it will be at the corner of Compton and Island, and it will be a space with for collaboration, um, where community members, scholars, our staff can come in and experience our programming. They can meet. They just want to come be inspired, come ask questions, you know, get access to resources. Um, that's going to be the space for them. So, um, you know, right now, I tell you, and, and then we realize that space is not even going to be big enough. We still are going to have to have presence on campus in the lab space because we have no less than 50 to 75 participants wow. in each of our accelerators. So our graduation, our life, college yeah. graduation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's massive. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. So, so one of the things that, um, that, that I just, this, this is just, my thought is just kind of going crazy here for a minute because, of I heard a statistic and, um, that by 2053, that the net income for black Americans zero. And so I know Kira and Cedric Khan have started an organization, 2053, to help to build wealth. And with what you're doing, with what you're doing, is building that wealth. And to be aware of, and, and let's see, you were also talking about to that disparity. And, and I really think that of bringing that awareness and you're providing the tools, and at Harrisstone, the CIE, what you're doing together is helping so that does not happen. Absolutely. Well, you know, we talk about partners, like Thrivent is one of our partners um, that provides financial literacy resources, right? And so we talk about, again, it's not just the funding. We're, we're looking for the funding because we need that to execute our program, but we want the curriculum, we want the education, we want the financial literacy of resources because each of our business owners that is embedded in our accelerator programs, right? So before we expect them, you know, to, to complete their business canvases or their business plans, we want to make sure that they are clear on financial literacy. Do you really understand budgeting, right? Right. Um, and so that is another piece that differentiates us is that we are there providing that scaffolding that might be needed in order for them to have those foundational pieces. But financial literacy is a huge component of the uh, programs and resources that we offer. That's amazing. I think you're going to have to have a part two. Uh, well, there has to be a part two, right? <laughs> yeah. but, but we're, we're like to the end. So you got, I know. I know. You got to take us on home. I know. I know. We need yeah. to go live. Yeah, we're going to have to go live. Yes, we will have that ability. We'll go live. And oh, we'll, yeah. see that. we'll see yes. that in here. Yes. And um, because you have so many exciting things. And yes. just it's just amazing. And in this short time of what I've experienced in this whole year mm-hmm. is exponential growth, impact, mm-hmm. life change. Yes. And making a huge economic difference in, in our city and in our region. Yeah. 
and from Dr. Hollins, from the vision that she has, and with you, the team, all of you working together. Um, we're just very, very, very proud and um, very honored and for you all to be here and in our city and making that impact that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying that. Um, you know, we say it's hard work for us and mm-hmm. uh, we are so committed to the journey. Uh, but I want to say that, you know, without our entrepreneurs, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So we dedicate everything. We, we appreciate, we honor them for putting in the work that they're doing to scale their businesses, to show up for themselves, to learn where their gaps are, to invest in our community, ultimately by investing in themselves. So we are so, so proud of every participant that has participated in any way in one of our uh, CIE programs. We couldn't do it without them. I know we're coming up short on our time. We are. And I just have, can I ask one more question real quick? Probably not. Okay. So, this has just been wonderful and just truly an honor to have you, Christy, as a part of our, our, our time today. Yeah. And for you to share about what you're doing as the executive director for the Center of Innovation and Entrepreneurship, again, at Harris Stowe State University. Here in St. Louis, and we're very excited, and just the economic impacts that you're having um, with within our region. So we invite you all to reach out to Christy, go to the website at Harrisstone, take a look at the different programs, and any last words that you would like to share. If somebody there is just, you know, is out in this audience and saying, "I really, I really want to," I have this dream that I want to be have a business, or I want to start a nonprofit. What words of wisdom, just like two words, could you give them or a few words? Mm-hmm. Well, I will say, don't let your dream die with you. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, oftentimes we talk ourselves out of our ideas, out of our thoughts. They're not needed. Yes, they are. And you know what? You don't know if it's not needed if you don't test it out, if you don't share it with someone. So show up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Show up for yourself. You don't have to have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. And we're a safe space to do that. And if it's not us, Find that safe. Right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much for your words you. of wisdom. And I really want to thank also Melissa as my co-host sitting in for Brad today. It's a pleasure. Thank Always you a pleasure. so much. And this is Voice. This is the Voice of Impact, where your mission fuels our dedication to social impact. And as we close today's episode, we leave you with a challenge. Take one step today to make a difference in your community, big or small. Every action counts. Join us next time as we continue to amplify voices, just like Christy today. And then she has inspired us. She challenged us. And she is changing. And they are changing the world. Together, let's be that voice of change. Thank you for joining us. Can't wait to see you next time. Thank you, Christy. joining us on today's enlightening episode of Voices of Impact. Remember, each one of you has the power to make a difference in this world. With the KBL Impact Partners team of over 75 years of experience in the nonprofit and corporate sectors, we are with you on this journey. We stand ready as more than advisors. 
We are partners and mentors committed to your vision for a better tomorrow. It's about creating solutions that resonate with your unique mission with a dedication to personalized attention that brings out the very best in your organization. If you're ready to take your organization to the next level, visit kblimpactpartners.com to schedule your complimentary consultation. Ignite your impact, amplify your vision, and elevate your mission to lead the social movement. This is Voices of Impact with KBL Impact Partners, where your mission fuels our dedication to social impact. Until next time, let's continue to be the inspiring voice of change in our communities and beyond.